The guy at the wheel kept giving me glances through the rear-view mirror. The other sat sideways in the front seat and kept me fixed with a hard stare. I didn't intend to play that game. After a couple of blocks, I said, Police station's the other way, guys. Shut up, said Sidewise. Get screwed, I said back. You've no intention of booking me, so let's get it settled quick. A gallon of ice cream is melting on my groceries, so give me the message while you're taking me back to my car. The driver swerved abruptly toward the curb, stopped the car, swiveled about to give me a long, hard stare before telling me, You'll fucking walk back to your car, asshole. This is no taxi service. Maybe you better tell me what it is, then. His partner showed me a thin smile, said, Maybe we better take you out to the gravel pit and teach you some humility. Now, these are both big guys. I'm 6'3 and way beyond 200 pounds, but these guys were bigger. Of course, size advantage is mainly in the mind. My judo master is roughly the height and weight of an average American 10-year-old. He's 75 years old, and he'd already taught me a lot of humility. I'm humble enough, I told these guys. Forget the gravel pit. The point is made. I'm vulnerable. Any one of you guys can get my license any time you want it. I understand. So who's mad at me now? The guy at the wheel smiled suddenly and told me, Nothing personal, Joe. Hey, we respect you. That's the whole point. We respect you enough to tell you in advance, see? There's enough trouble in Brighton already. A celebrity-type P.I. nosing around will just muck things up even worse. Now, I'd been called many different kinds of private cop, but never that one. I said, thanks for the casting, but we're a long way from Brighton right now, and I probably don't see the town twice a year, so thanks. I can safely assure you that I will not be nosing around any time soon. Well, that's good, because if we was in Brighton right now, you'd be on your way to the dungeon right now. Anything can happen to a guy any time, right? Like right out in front of a grocery store. Never know. Sometimes comes from nowhere. Blam, you're in the pokey. Never knew what hit you. I tried to smile as I replied, Two big shiny jugs hit me, pal. Give the lady my regards. Where does she work? Maybe I'd like to see more of what she's got. Nah, you wouldn't. Lila wears handcuffs on her belt and a sap in her panties. So you're telling me where she works? Same place you work. Sidewise produced an ID and held it up for my inspection. Brighton Police Department. We're just trying to take care of business, Joe. You know the routine. Just don't get caught up in it. I said, yeah. You do have problems in Brighton. So they did. Hardly anyone living in Southern California could have escaped notice of that. Something new in the press almost daily for months. Mayor murdered with a prostitute in a sleazy motel. Chief of police fired amid rumors of rampant corruption in his department. City attorney resigned. City administrator resigned. Recall petitions being circulated to remove councilmen. Political turmoil in every area of city government. It had been a mess for a long time. 
It's one of the old foothill cities at the eastern edge of the L.A. basin, sleepy little village for most of its life before the population boom sent the big city developers scurrying for virgin lands to convert into housing tracts. Now even these relatively remote areas are bursting at the seams and struggling for stability in the face of continuing pressures for further development. When I first came south a mere ten years ago, Brighton had a population of about 30,000. Now it's close to 100,000. And, yeah, hurting. I told my new pals from Brighton, I have no clients in your town, so I don't know why you guys drove all the way over here to tell me your troubles. Not that I don't sympathize. I simply have no interest there. So, my ice cream? Can't do that yet. Sidewise told me. When can you? When you tell us who you're...